Forward, Castles in the Air. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Lars Rolander. Castles in the Air by Baroness Emushka Orksi. Forward. In presenting this engaging rouge to my readers, I feel that I owe them, if not an apology, at least an explanation for this attempt at enlisting sympathy in favour of a man who has little to recommend him save his own unconscious humour. In very truth, my good friend Ratichon is an unblushing liar, thief, a forger, anything you will. His vanity is past belief. His scruples are non-existent. How he escaped a convict settlement is difficult to imagine, and hard to realize that he died, presumably some years after the event recorded in the last chapter of his autobiography, a respected member of the community, honored by that same society which should have raised a punitive hand against him. Yet this, I believe, is to be the case. At any rate, in spite of close research in the police records of the period, I can find no mention of Hector Ratichon. Heureux le peuple qui n'a pas d'histoire applies therefore to him, and we must take it that fate and his own sorely troubled country dealt lightly with him. Which brings me back to my attempt at an explanation. If fate dealt kindly, why not we? Since time immemorial there have been worse scoundrels unhung than Hector Ratichon, and he has the saving grace, which few possesses, of unruffled geniality. Buffeted by fate, sometimes starving, always thirsty, he never complains, and there is all through his autobiography what we might call an ah-well attitude about his outlook on life. Because of this, and because his very fatuity makes us smile, I feel that he deserves forgiveness, and even a certain amount of recognition. The fragmentary notes, which I have only very slightly modified, came into my hands by a happy chance one dull post-war November morning in Paris, when rain, sleet, and the north wind drew me for shelter under the arcades of the Odeon, and a kindly vendor of Michelinus printed matter and mouldy manuscripts allowed me to rummage amongst a load of old papers which he was about to consign to the rubbish heap. I imagine that the notes were set down by the actual person to whom the genial Hector Ratichon recounted the most conspicuous events of his chequered career, and, as I turned over the torn and musty pages which hung together by scraps of mouldy thread, I could not help feeling the humour, aye, and the pathos of that drabby side of old Paris which was being revealed to me through the medium of these rude adventures. And even as holding the fragments in my hand, I walked home that morning through the rain, something of that same quaint personality seemed once more to haunt the dank and dreary streets of the once dazzling Ville Lumière. 
I seemed to see the shabby bottle-green coat, the nankeen pantaloons, the down-at-heel shoes of this confidant of kings. I could hear his anxious self-satisfied laugh, and sensed his furtive footstep whenever a gendarme came into view. I saw his ruddy, shining face beaming at me through the sleet and the rain as, like a veritable squire of dames, he minced his steps upon the boulevard, or, like a reckless smuggler, affronted the grave dangers of mountain fastnesses upon the Juras and I was quite glad to think that a life so full of unconscious humour had not been cut short upon the gallows, and I thought kindly of him, for he had made me smile. There is nothing fine about him, nothing romantic, nothing in his actions to cause a single thrill to the nerves of the most unsophisticated reader. Therefore I apologise in that I have not held him up to a just obliquy because of his crimes, and I ask indulgence for his turpitudes because of the laughter which they provoke. Emushka Orxi, Paris, 1921 End of Forward Read by Lars Rolander